This is the Halloween Unleashed Podcast. And now, here are your hosts for the week. All right, welcome everybody to the HMMAT podcast for collectors by collectors. I am your host. Um, I'm not even sure what my name is anymore, but uh, I am Chris, and back as always is Kevin. How's it going? Pretty good. How you been, bud? Been good. So I just was looking at the Skype stream here, and uh, since we were kind of conversing before the show, and saw that uh, July 21st was the last time we did one of these. Yeah, it's a shame. Unfortunately, a lot of shit comes up for both of us, and we need to get on here more often. We said it last time. So um, our last episode was with uh, Gene DeRosa. Did you get any feedback on that show? I sure did. Everybody seemed to enjoy it, and uh, I know Gene's been busy with a lot of things. He's still trying to get the website up and running for our upcoming giveaway, which our guest of today actually donated to uh he sent us a nice michael myers mask to put in the finished michael myers mask blood tear h2 mask so very nice of our guest today tyler adams looking forward to uh talking with him about all things that uh is going on big sharp knife um he does have a a band that he's part of and he is working full-time and uh just want to get to share a little bit about his work and things that he's into out there. Definitely. It's going to be a fun conversation. I know we're going to talk about some of the molds he has bought and what he's working on and future and present and past projects. Absolutely. So without further, further ado, let's bring him on. Hey. Hey, this for horses. Yeah. Unless you're weird and just eat hay. Yeah, well, like I'm sure some of the sure some of the carnies you work with eat hay. No, they don't. <laughs> they eat fucking popcorn. Popcorn. Popcorn and cotton candy. I watched one of those uh, one of those guys eat pork and beans straight out of a like Costco can on the Super <laughs> Himalaya one year. <laughs> that's funny. That's like yeah. dude, that's like the fucking homeless guy in Dennis and Dennis. Uh, it it kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good it's a good analogy. <laughs> oh fuck. This is gonna be the most unorthodox show ever. Well that's yeah, fine. We ain't talking about nothing specific, we're just gonna talk. Okay, cool. Well that's the way a podcast should be in my opinion. Glad we were able to all get together at this point because uh Friday was not gonna work for sure. Yeah, it's just it's it's my schedule, man. Like being with the carnival and stuff like that, like Friday and Saturday are our busiest nights. I could have done it, but it would be at like one o'clock. So now, are you part of the dark carnival? Was that what you're part of? What the fuck is the dark carnival? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin knows what the dark carnival is. Is that like some juggalo type shit? There you go. The uh, the what what was their name? The insane clown posse. No, yeah. definitely not. Part of that <laughs> No, Tyler's a part of, of the legit carnival. Yeah, yeah, the I real carnival. You. Actually, I'm looking at the zipper ride right now. Are you really? Yes, I am. Have you ever watched <laughs> one of those things like fly off and kill somebody? No. Or 
No. The zipper ride. It's 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 yeah. Kaizu. You know, the zipper ride is Kaizu running around with a rickshaw through the fucking carnival. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no no lie. You know the swing ride. I'm legit the, the the metal swings. Yeah, like I'm legit sitting in one of those seats right now. Nice. That's awesome. Um, oh, yeah. I got a funny story about the zipper ride. Um, that was, was pretty the, fun. Do we save uh, it give, for the podcast? Give me credit. <laughs> that was good. When I was, um, I think I was 12, 13, uh, I went to the, went to the fair, um, with a bunch of friends and, um, my cousin and a girl that he had been like crushing on like all year was going to get on the zipper with him. Yeah. They they get on and they close the cage and when seriously when they close the cage it looked like uh looked like a beehive yeah. and inside the cage was all this puke that was stuck inside oh. the holes and when they closed the cage it kind of flew off onto their lap. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was their first date. <laughs> yeah. Well that's a great first date. And they're still together? No. No, oh, no. no, they, uh, I think they were broke up by like fourth period the next day. Yeah. Dude, did you get, what was that? <laughs> Excuse me. Is that a rancor? That was me burping because I have gas trapped in my throat. I yeah. thought, it, I thought it was the other end over the toilet. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> it sounded like the straight I thought up. It was the, I thought it was the guy on the zipper. <laughs> <laughs> I thought somebody was having some anal leakage over there. Yeah. No, it's just the beers. Gotcha. Now, I'm I met you like after I was pretty much out, but when did you get started? You know, how did you come in and you know, tell us well, tell us the story. Well, uh to be honest with you, I was part of uh I I started in the mask hobby, I guess, by uh I I bought a uh Tots mask just like everybody else who pretty much started in this hobby. Uh, I, I, I didn't. Saw the, I saw, I saw <laughs> boy there do some of his uh, his work, so I thought, fuck, I'm going to try that. And I destroyed a mask and said, fuck it, I'm going to keep trying this. And I just kept going at it until I got better and better, and now I'm here. That was probably two or three years ago. I, I got pictures of the first one that I did, and I'll post them up on my on my group page, but yeah, yeah, do that. So yeah, besides that, yeah, that's how it started, and it just became an obsession, I guess. And, yeah. yeah, once you start, uh, once you start messing around, and you mess one or two of them up, you start saying, "Okay, I'm going to figure this out," and so you just kind of go from there. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And I, I get like crazy obsessed with shit too, like. Uh, an artist that gets crazy obsessed with shit. No, say it no. isn't true. <laughs> yeah, no way. But yeah, yeah. So I have a, I don't know. I just I have OCD with kind of shit like that. And when I get involved into something, I'm like 150 percent in, or I just can't do it. Tell us about the about the first sculpt that you ever did, because I, I know that you've sculpted lots and lots of things. Yeah. Um, a lot of miniature type stuff, but what was your actual first sculpt? Well, my first sculpt, uh, it started, I, I broke my foot and, uh, I, 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 I used to do a lot of kickboxing and stuff like that. And I, 
I broke my foot so I couldn't do any of that. So I was just sitting around at home and I was looking at all the different mass groups and stuff like that. And I thought, fuck, I'll give this a shot. And I ordered some monster clay and uh, an Ed head. And I started and I, I was going to attempt a Kirk at first, like everybody else on this planet. But then I realized I probably won't do it justice with my first golf. So I decided I would uh, try out a Joker from Batman. I, I used the uh, the Arkham Asylum style Joker from the video game, and it ended up turning out really nice. So that sort of fueled the fire even more. And yeah, and then I just kept sculpting other things. And I don't think I've ever seen that sculpt. Uh, may, maybe I have. It's just you know I've 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 seen a lot of things from you. I saw your uh, your Negan back when we first started kind of talking and. Yeah. Um, I saw like your, um, nightmare before Christmas type stuff that, that you've yeah. done. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that Joker. Did he ever send, did he ever show you the one that he did of the spread butthole? <laughs> that wasn't me, but that was awesome. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a joke. There's a, there's a, no, there's a no. seriously, there was a raw pole. Or something of a like a bust or a sculpt of a guy spreading his asshole wide open. And yeah, but ask. Me and Tyler used to send it to Keith all the time. Kevin, he actually did send me a picture of the of the Foster can sculpt that he did, though. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Fosters. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, uh, de- definitely, uh, definitely post up that picture of that of that Joker sculpt. I, I would definitely yeah. like to see it. Yeah, I, actually, that was like the best mold I ever made, and everything too. So, like, do you still have it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I still make them actually. Really? Once, once in a while. Not too many people ask for them anymore. Yeah, you probably got to be careful with that too. I think uh, DC is a little bit more strict than uh, some of the other stuff that you've worked on. Yeah, yeah, actually, they they probably are, but, like, I'm so low-key that I don't think I'd have to worry too much about it. Now, who did um, who did your, your BSK logo? Who, who did that? Uh, it was an artist. Uh, the, the current logo that I have now is an artist named uh, Mr. Crazy Eight Legs, I think his name, or well, you, Mr. Eight Legs? Or... With a name like that, you better take his artwork and be really nice to him because otherwise you may be having cement attached to your legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking super talented artist, too. He does, like, a lot of like old-school style, uh, like, 80s skateboard style art, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking super talented, so. No, I've I've always uh, dug dug that logo. I just never knew who who, who did it, so. Yeah, he's... Uh... I, I'm he's in the state somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where, but fuck, like check out his page too. He does amazing work. Do you do you know the address or? Do I type don't in? offhand know, but um, I, I can post it in my group and I'll post it in the podcast group too. Are you are you writing all this stuff down? Because you have a you have a list that you have to post now about yeah, ten that's things. Probably long. a good idea. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I already forget everything. So I went to go on Facebook real quick and search for this artist while we were just talking. And I typed in, because Tyler said Mr. Crazy Eight Legs. I typed in Mr. Crazy Eight, and it popped up Mr. Crazy Eight Inches. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, that's the, that's the option it gives me, so I'm not sure if that's the guy's name it, or not. It might be a Mr. Eight Legs, then, just without the crazy. But, yes, Mr. Eight Legs, that is his name. Yeah, there okay. you go. Well, we just yeah. kind of uh, threw him a little love without him even knowing about it. He probably has there. no idea what we're even doing. No, probably not. Yeah. Well, he's not He's not in the, the, the math call he did again. Like, but, uh, Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a smart man. Yeah, <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit about, you know, like once you started to say, hey, I'm going to – make a run with this, you know, what, what, what kind of led you to that? And, uh, what was, uh, your first order? Uh, actually my first order was from, uh, a guy named Adam price. He's in, he's in the, the group there. He, he'll buy and sell stuff once in a while. And, uh, he ordered my first Joker ever actually, which was fucking awesome. And then, uh, my brother from the UK, Chris Shepard. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Chris, yeah, good guy. Would, he was one of my first joke orders too, and he he actually wanted me to paint one black and white, which was cool. That is cool. So, yeah, Didn't he want you to give him a shout out this week too? Yeah, he did actually. So, shout out. Oh, there to we my go, brother, Chris Shepard. What's up? What's up, Chris? Give him a shout shout out. I've um I've done business with Chris Shepard for a number of years, and I've I've always uh really really cared for that guy. He's always been really really cool, really supportive, and. Uh, yeah, you know, if he likes you, you know, he's he's definitely gonna gonna stay loyal for for as long as you'll have him. So definitely, yeah. he's definitely a sweetheart. Yep, and uh, <laughs> you know, he, he'll 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 reach out every now and, every now and again and just say hey, and you know, there's no reason for him to even reach out and say hey anymore. So I mean, that's how loyal he is. Is he you know he knows I'm not even doing this stuff anymore, and he's uh, he's staying in touch. He's a good guy. Yeah, very good guy. He just got married recently too. Yes, he did. Congratulations, Congratulations yeah. And he also just uh, started a new job too. I think he was with the place he was working at forever, and he just left and uh, starting a new path in life. So good luck to him on that too. Um, I'm going to ask this question. Um, you know, since uh, you know it's going to come up eventually. Um, some of the molds that you have acquired, um, kind of walk us through some of the molds that you've acquired and, uh, what made you decide, Hey, I'm going to jump in on buying some of this stuff. Well, uh, I, I started out, uh, I was just, uh, I think it was in, in Kevin's group. If I remember correctly, it's so long ago, but, uh, I saw Martin was selling, uh, the JTK mold and, uh, or the master, I should say, but, uh, and, uh, I saw it and it was a pretty hefty price, but, uh, I don't know why, but I just, I, I wanted to get into the Myers game because apparently I'm an idiot. <laughs> and, uh, but it's all right. Anyway, I am too. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. you said it, not me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, at the time I really wanted in the Myers game. So, uh, I I looked up some of uh, Chris's passwords on the JTK and it just fucking looked phenomenal. So I jumped all over that. Uh, I have the Nemesis uh, Master as well, which I got from Martin through the same deal. Uh, I I talked to Martin about buying the the uh, JTK, and he mentioned that he had the Nemesis as well. So I thought, fuck it, 
I scooped up both of them at this pretty much at the same time. I think they all came in the same package actually. And uh, I worked on them for a year or two, and then just recently I picked up the the Sam McCain there, the the seventy five S, because uh, Kevin Kevin put me on that lead there. And he mentioned that it would make a really nice Kirk, and I still haven't even made a Kirk yet. I'm just so busy. Um, that's the that's the Kirks that I have. The the Meyer stuff, and then uh, I ended up picking up a Pennywise mold from uh, Stefan. I wish I could pronounce his last name, but it's French. Boys of Art. Boys of Art. Boyve. I think I'm something like close close to. Boyve. Yeah, that works. But uh, I, I actually know. met him. I actually met him in person at the uh, at the Falls Horror Fest one year. I actually met him at the Scareware booth. Um, he was cool. talking to Bob Primo when I walked up, kind of walked up and introduced myself to him. I had a little conversation with him, and uh, he actually left that afternoon and sent me a message and told me he forgot to get a signed picture from Lou Ferrigno, a.k.a. the Hulk, for anyone who don't know who Lou Ferrigno is. Who's that? And uh, he, uh, yeah. A big green guy from the 80s. Um, <laughs> he had, yeah, he had muscles. Yes, <laughs> yes, tore his clothes off. Big hairy scary guy. Um, you can uh, you can find guys like that at the Blue Oyster Cult Bar too. You know that, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Blue Oyster. Yes, But um, yeah, he had messaged me and said that you know his father wanted a signed photo from Lou Ferrigno and he forgot to get it, so he sent me the money PayPal, and and I did the displeasure um, of meeting Lou Ferrigno for this guy. Uh, he's lucky I like him because uh, I will never meet Lou Ferrigno again because he's an asshole. Yes, he is. So, was he? Yeah, he was just fucking basically all about the money, a hundred percent. Fucking oh, yeah. come here, take my picture, get the fuck gone next. Like, oh, really? guy really? was just fucking straightforward. Come here, snap the picture, and go. Like, no, really? no. Hey, thanks for coming out. No, nothing, dude. Just uh, anyway, and I got the signed picture for him, and I sent it to him, and uh, he appreciated it, but. Like I said, you're lucky I liked you because I uh, I'll never do that again. Yeah. I'll get other people's other, but not not Lou Ferrigno. That was my experience with uh, John Landis. Really? Oh yeah, major asshole. Yeah, I, I'm going to meet uh, John Carpenter in November, and I'm a little bit worried about that kind of shit too. Well, because all I can tell you is is the 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 first and only time I met him. Um, was his first convention. We drove all the way up to Louisville, Kentucky for it. He's kind of uh, softened since then. I've heard I've heard mixed reactions from a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people say he's great. I've heard a lot of people say he's an asshole. But I'm going to take and judge by myself here and look at all the pictures I see people taking with him. Mm-hmm. I've never once seen the fucking guy smile. Nope. No. <laughs> so it's got to be no, it it's got to be kind of an awkward situation. So he he might say, "Hey, how you doing? Uh, what do you want me to sign this to? Thank you." you know? <laughs> yeah. But that's oh, about yeah. all you're going to get out of him, I, I think. Well, I um, Kevin, I'm I I'm pretty sure I told you this story before. I I know I know I've told this story before, but uh, 
Yeah, I walked up there with four night stalkers for him to sell. I was gonna, I took him up there, uh, sprayed uh, four of them white. Was gonna bring him home after he signed the inside and like weather him up, hair him, and sell him. That's and I was gonna keep one of them. So we bought we bought several tickets to for for me to be able to do that. But we were also running our booth at the time um, in the convention hall. So the the only time I could go over and see him was on Sunday, like when it was pretty much dead and I wasn't going to sell Dick that day. So, um, I went over there and, you know, make a long story short, I'm walking up, I'm waiting, I'm waiting my turn. And I'm like, well, the first thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to be go geek out and fanboy and turn myself into one of those people. You know, we all, we all know those people. So, um, I went up there and I just, uh, you know, he starts to sign that. I was like, ah, well, I was actually, he goes, don't tell me how to sign your mask. And I was like, oh, okay. And you know, so I just kind of shut up and I was like trying to save face. And I went into the whole, uh, well, you know, here I am fanboy now. And I'm like, well, you know, I really wish that you uh, would have done H2O. It probably would have done a whole lot better. And he goes, I didn't want to do H2O. And he said it like that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, and then he's like, he goes, he goes, he goes, I'm a. I'm a capitalist and I don't give a shit about any of those people. Just pay me and just leave me the hell alone. And, oh, and I was like, okay. I took my stuff and just quietly moved on after that. I was like, okay, done. You know, um, yeah, you know, both John Landis and John Carpenter was one of the reasons I wanted to be a producer and a film director. And after I met both of those guys, I was like, man, I really never want to meet another celebrity ever again. And so I was really nervous about meeting Shawn Michaels in 2015, but uh, he ended up being extremely cool. So, yeah, that's that's what worries me about meeting celebrities. I I personally never gone to a convention to meet a celebrity or anything like that. So this will it's not really a convention. I'm going to see him perform his music, but uh, yeah, I bought the meet greet tickets as well. So this will be my first time ever, so hopefully it's a good experience. Well, maybe we'll do, like, another recording post-convention or live from the convention, and uh, we can do uh, we can do a little feedback about uh, how it went. Yeah, we Tyler, can Tyler, can stream, Tyler can stream the convention for us live on the podcast. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Thank there you. you. But when you guys get back to your private hotel room, please, no, no streaming yeah. of that. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, going live on Facebook. I'll, I'll try. We'll, we will we'll charge for that one. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think you're going to get much. That's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. All right, so so back on track. Um, so you got all these molds uh, and masters. Um, you got one from. Stephanie or Stefan or Stefan. Um, tell us more about, uh, about the stuff that you've acquired after that. Uh, I also, uh, I picked up a a Jeremy Bohr, uh, werewolf mold. No kidding. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I've only made one copy and it's, it's a pain in the ass. The way he molded the teeth, Uh they're like, it's just a really pain in the ass to, to cast them. So you get a lot of air bubbles and stuff, or what? Yeah, and just the the little, there's little, t- tiny little holes to pour them in, and like it's just it's a nightmare, and like the teeth aren't in any like order, 
Mm-hmm. So when you cast them, you sort of have to like figure out which tooth goes where in the mouth and stuff. It's a fucking pain in the dick. So I try not to. They have a shot for that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's called penicillin. <laughs> I'm allergic. <laughs> well, that explains everything, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin but, Kevin uh, likes uh Kevin likes pouring uh and casting up things that has deep ear crevices. He always has really good luck with ears. Yeah. We've heard those stories. Yeah, is he still here? I don't know. Kevin. I I sure am. Okay. Oh, okay. He's, he's just, just shot. Yeah, he's just being I'm up. just upset about the story you just told because that shit bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> What story? The damn ears are a nightmare. Oh, I don't okay. understand. I don't understand, but it is what it is. I got told I had to stop making those anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's So, it's on hiatus. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm, res- I'm, I'm respectful, so I'll, I'll do it. I'm not going to be a dick. That's a smart man. So, uh, then... Also, um, then you Sorry. got this. Uh, then you got this Halloween uh, poster mask or poster art, whatever that you and Kevin were doing for a while. Or are you guys still doing that, or what? Um, yeah, yeah. We, I don't. I don't think we've sold too many of them recently. But uh, Kevin, he's supplying everybody in the states that want one, and I'm doing the ones in Canada. That's good. Yeah, I think uh, total Kevin, so far, I've sold maybe five of them. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin knows more about that than I. I do, so maybe he might want to explain what it is. And yeah, we um, we acquired a. I guess we will call it a unreleased Don Post Halloween 1978 poster mold. It is the main image on the Halloween poster, the theatrical one sheet. Hand and the knife, and uh, it was acquired from the Don Post liquidation sale, along with a lot of the other holds that were for sale. That was for sale, and somebody I know bought it. Well, which, by the way, you guys know that you don't have rights to that, right? You know that. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> we the guy who drew the poster does. Exactly. But um, yeah, I basically we have two molds. Tyler's got one. And I've got one, and I figured it would be easier for saving, you know, the actual buyer on the shipping. A lot of people in Canada might want them, and I figured Tyler can handle that end of it. And anyone in the States that want one, I'll handle it. That way there has to be no additional charge on shipping to cover it. Absolutely. Now, that's, uh, you know, that's definitely smart, for sure. And we're selling them for $75 shipped in the U.S., and that is... Priority shipping for a blank. Nice. How much for a finished? Well, I don't finish, so Tyler has painted them, um, and that is on Tyler to answer that question. Uh, I haven't painted one for anybody yet, so we haven't really decided a price, but I put probably about three or four hours of paint into it, so probably an additional 40 bucks on top of the, the charge of the blank, which nice. I think is pretty that's definitely fair, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like 120 Canadian or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like, like 20 Well, it's not, 
It's not funny, Chris. We're t- we got a friend from up north here. We got to factor in the currency difference. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. A hundred and fifty peso. Yeah. <laughs> the money is pretty funny. Yeah. Tell you what, I blow a ton of it every time I come to Canada. That's what yeah. she said. Well, you're kidding. <laughs> and then uh, I also I I got a. Uh, uh, H4 mold and an H5 mold from you, Chris. That's where those went. I was wondering. I was looking. I'm like, did it? Did did I get rid of these like before the move or you know? Where did you, no, I'm just yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you got I rid of that. them to me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Have you done anything with those yet? Uh, I have not yet. No. I am the biggest procrastinator when it comes to making molds because I absolutely hate making them. Right. So I just I haven't got around to it yet with mask orders and I got I just I'm involved in so much shit that I just never have time. So I haven't done anything with them yet, which I hope to some point. Are you making Tyler, are you making pork and are you making pork and beans back dog. there or what? <laughs> it's no, I got drinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like he's scraping the can of the pork and beans. <laughs> <laughs> you damn carny. One-tooth Willie came over. <laughs> yeah, One-tooth one Willie came over to ask for some scraps. <laughs> they got any spam pork and beans, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw a can at him. Oh, shit. And then... uh I also got uh, the master for uh, the Party Crasher, which is a uh, Jason Part Seven. Who'd you buy that off of? I bought that from Josh Palmer. I'm not exactly sure who sculpted it, so I don't want to say. But uh, I got the master from Josh. Cool. I do know Josh buys a lot of stuff from Bob from Scareware, but I don't believe that's one of Bob's because he mostly does the resin ones. Yeah. No, I, I don't probably believe came it from somewhere else. Yeah, definitely did. Because I, I bought that werewolf uh, mold from uh, Josh, too. Yeah. Yeah, this stuff, you know, it gets it gets confusing after a while. It really does. Yeah. It's, in all honesty, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish the people that sculpted the shit kept the molds and then broke them when they were done with them and didn't pass them along. I kind of yeah. wish it was that way. That way everyone's work was their own work, you know? I mean... Or just kept it, and if someone ever wanted one, they would make them one. But either way, when once it goes through two to three to four hands, it just gets out of hand. It, ends it does. Up it gets washed out. Yeah, somebody ends up ruining it, and it just looks like shit, or they shrink it, or you never know. Yeah. Or they make plastic molds off of it. Hey! Uh, yeah. <laughs> me. I like my plastic molds. Just yeah, busting your too. balls. Just busting your it's balls. Easy. It's easy for what I do. Yeah, no, and, and it's get just one done a pumpkin, man. I would love to get one for a pumpkin. Here's that's go, that's gonna yeah. happen, man. That's gonna happen. It's just I, you know. No, not that pumpkin. I'm talking like a pumpkin that I can carve to do my pumpkins. Oh, uh, gotcha. That, okay. no, not that one. That one I told you. That one is on the back burner. Yeah, for a long, 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 long time. I don't yep. care about that project anymore. That sucks because you know, like I, I went through a lot of uh, I know. pain and suffering for it. Right, well, hey, like I said, you're more than welcome to finish it and do what you feel you need to. But I'm definitely just done with that. 
Yeah. That thing gave me a headache, and I didn't work on it. Exactly. I sat my fucking finger open trying to get the goddamn full mold out. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, here I was saying yes to everything. I didn't even know what I was saying yes to, Tyler. And, you know, yeah. he's like, he was like, he goes, yeah, you know, would would this fit, like, I, I guess a full head or something like that. I, I thought he was talking about, like, an adult person. And so here yeah. I am thinking of that. And then, like, later on, he goes, yeah, it's only a half a mask. I'm like, yeah didn't come like a, with a full mask he goes no he goes you said earlier that it would go for a full head or something and i'm like i'm totally confused what are you talking about and then he sent me the screenshot of what he actually said and i'm like oh yeah i, I yeah i kind of put my foot in my mouth didn't i i was like oh yeah i basically said hey can we make this into a full mask and you were like hell yeah <laughs> 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 I was like, all right, so I should buy it then? You could do it? And you're like, hell yeah. And I was like, all right, then shit, it's mine. That's a Don Post mold too. Yeah. I just, um, I'm, I still have the foam, the foam master. I might just sell that if somebody wants it. I'll sell it for cheap, just to get rid of it. Well, yeah. apparently I buy a lot of masters, just so you know. Well, hey, I'll, um, I'll tell you what, I'll bring that with me to Canada and you can just have it. Cool, that works. There you go. And you, and you can do something with it. Maybe you can uh, do something with it. And all I want out of the deal is just send me uh, a finished or a blank or whatever. We'll be happy. Sure. Do whatever. You what still got the uh, you still got the rodeo riding dog yeah, suit thing I do, too. Actually, I, just, <laughs> I haven't figured out how I want to mold it yet, but I was, I really do want to do something with that. Cause that's that's a, that's really un- cool. that's uh, unbelievable. That's a Don Post PMG. Uh, yeah. master which which one is yeah. this is that that like the headless horseman thing yes yeah, yeah the headless oh, okay. horseman it's for like a dog's back yeah. it like attaches to the coll- uh like the body collar yeah. you gotta you gotta mold it and and dress your dog up for it for halloween <laughs> i don't think my dog would be having that i think he would destroy it your your dog my doesn't dog, your dog doesn't look like it puts up with too much to be honest with you. The my dog like, is a fucking maniac. Yeah, he's always looking at the camera like, "Quit taking my picture." You do this all the time. Yeah, you're probably about to hear him because he's about to freak out. So if you listen okay. close, I hear him start running around and shit. That's all right. Okay, so I mean, you you've been spending your time over the last few years like collecting different masters and molds and, and everything. But, you know, once again, you, you, you've sculpted a lot of things too. I know that you took that one Kirk sculpt that you were working on and you were kind of turning it into an H six. Uh, have you ever done anything with that? Uh, I cast, I molded it and I casted one and I wasn't really happy with it. So I never finished painting it. But, uh, the same thing sort of happened when I did the Tony. T- I don't know if you knew, but I did like a candy, a candy man oh, yeah. sculpt. Yeah. And uh, when I casted that, and I looked at the blank, it looked like shit. So I never really painted one. And then one day I just said fuck it, and I painted one, and it ended up turning out really good. Yeah, so I always liked. Uh, I always liked that sculpt. The yeah, the, it, the Tony it's Todd. Different. It's definitely. It's not really a mask. It's a display piece, but it's. It turned out really good. I just I need to hair one and everything like that, but I just get so busy doing other shit that it's everything else gets in the way, and I don't do this full time, so so I only get a couple hours every day or every couple days to do anything. So so I have to sort of 
manage time with mask orders of people who are giving me money and shit, right? So yeah, this is probably something that people don't don't know is that you don't do it full time. I mean, it's like you know when I see a lot of the posts that you post up. I mean, it looks like that you're you're staying pretty busy but you know you're also you're traveling all over the place doing your full-time job how do you kind of manage um orders from the road do you take your stuff with you and just work on the road or how does that go exactly i i have a rv that i travel with uh-huh. so I've, I've sort of converted my kitchen into like a like a, a workshop i guess sure I, t- I took my kitchen table out and i put a desk in and you know, I, I was showing Kevin one day that, like, I opened up my kitchen cupboards and I got masks. And- <laughs> he does. He's like, he's like, here's my cups, here's my plates, and here's a blank. That's and so awesome. Here, here's, here's a half a haired mask. I got to wait till I get the rest of the hair in and I'll finish this one. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm just doing everything possible just to stay busy. And, you know, like, the, this the, this hobby there, like, you, you'll be forgotten about in 10 minutes if you don't stay busy. So. So I just I try to keep my name out there as much as I possibly can. Dude, you, know, like, you said something so pivotal right there, and that that's something I, I want to talk about. Is I used to get accused of being the biggest whore, like whoring my shit out, like consistently. You have to, you have to and it's like that's that's you the thing. Do. It's like you know, like people used to say all the time. Well, ju- you don't see Justin out there posting his stuff all the time. I'm like he doesn't have to. He has all his people posting stuff for him. He doesn't need to be exactly. out there. You know, exactly. but little old me at the time, I'm like, if I'm going to compete or have anything or do this full time, you know, I am my best or worst salesperson. Nobody's going to look after you better than you. That's exactly it. Like you really, you really need to do that. And like, you really need to take proper pictures of your stuff because like, I know a lot of people don't really know how to stuff a mask or whatever. Mm. So you're going to send them send somebody a really nice piece of art, but they're not going to display it properly for you, right, in order oh. to help you sell stuff. So so in turn, you sort of really do need to have your nice pictures, and you need to, you do need to whore yourself out there. Like, you really do. So, so for all the up-and-coming guys out there that want to get into this game, I suggest one of the first things you do is go buy a nice camera and get some good pictures of your math that you that are you're going to represent your art the way you want it to be represented and represent it as much as you possibly can. Well, the last several JTKs that you've done, I think you know that for all the things that have been said about masters and stuff with the JTK, I think you finally found uh, stuff that works to make it, to make your product come out. And that's the one thing I was trying to put to you and. And typing, I don't think it really came out across uh, that way. But you know, kind of like we were just we were just on that subject where we were saying, "Hey, everybody has their style. Everybody has their their signature, or their 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 way to paint." And I've always said it this from day one: every sculpt has its sweet spot. Every single one of them does. That's why it's like whenever I do a proto that I'm happy with, I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to sell this proto because chances are, six months from now, I'm going to hate it." Because it six months from now, I'm going to find a better spot to to paint it and to bring out what it really is is all about. And uh, it seems like that you know uh, you finally found that with the JTK. You know, 
<laughs> it took a long time and a lot of freaking ugly eye cuts for uh, for it to happen, but uh, I think I've really figured that mask out. And, uh, I had a hard time uh, finding the balance of uh, weathering with a Halloween one mask as well. Yep. Like I think well, that's like everybody's biggest mistake is when they first start out is just over weathering everything and finding that sweet spot of just enough and just not enough is uh it takes a lot of time to to really figure that shit out too absolutely and then you go and you take pictures of them and you're like wait a minute it doesn't look like that i have to go back i gotta take i I have to do something else different you know um that's that's why i've always like you know anybody that's ever accused me of you know photoshopping anything no i don't you know it's like but the what what people don't understand is like i'm going to kind of give like a photo lesson here i mean i know that you take high end pictures you you kind of get this what yep. what i'm about to say is a lens cannot mimic what the eye what your actual eye sees um our eyes see so much more depth than a piece of glass does so you're right in order to get exactly what your eye is seeing on that piece You've got to shoot it in a way and you've got to kind of pop it in a way just a little bit to give it that look that your eye is seeing. And if that's and, and if it's finally done that, then you've done your job. You're not misleading anyone, but you know you know as well as I do. I mean, you just said it. You know, some people don't take good pictures or they don't stuff them correctly and they don't look the same or whatever. That was always my biggest gripe. And it's like people were like, oh, man, that, you know, like somebody would take a picture of my work. It's like, oh, he doesn't weather his work. I'm like, no, I do. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, with a flash on, I don't care how much weathering you put on unless you shove his face in a barbecue pit. I mean, you're you're not going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it but it's 100 percent true like that half the battle is taking the final pictures of your product uh in my opinion if you're trying to sell your shit what other projects do you got going on uh coming up that you want to share um well i've been talking to gene de rosa about uh some of the vincent price stuff that he mentioned on your last podcast i think that was your last podcast uh, yeah, we were just talking about that. It was like six weeks ago. We couldn't, we can't yeah, believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's life is gets in the way, man. I understand. But, uh, yeah, so there's that. We haven't been talking a whole lot about it just because I just haven't had time to do anything. Uh, there's that stuff. Uh, I play music in a band. Well, obviously that's what you do in a band is play music, but, uh, yeah, so it's not true. Some people well, sing. Well, that's playing music. With the <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I've been sort of focusing on my uh, guitar playing, getting it back up to what it used to be. I used to play a lot of guitar growing up and stuff. So, but there's, there's that. Uh, there's a, a lot of fun. We've been playing bars and stuff like that, which is always a good time. Our band's called the the Follow Ups, and you can find that on Facebook as well. Nice. Yeah. We have a Facebook page. Uh, I was just about to say, do you guys have a page? I'll, I'll go follow it. Yeah, yeah, I do actually. I might even have invited you. Who knows? Probably. But uh, oh, I'm weird like that. No, no, no. But it's it, just I I I see different things pop up and. Sometimes I'll I'll join them and I don't even know what the hell I'm joining. I know I'm I'm a lot more selective nowadays. You know I'm not really part yeah. of 
very many groups at all anymore. I don't blame you. With groups comes fucking pain in the ass. But, uh, yeah, so there's the band uh, Sculpting, Painting Mass. That's about it. And work. Now, what uh, do, do you guys do um, original stuff, or do you guys do covers, or what do you do? Uh, we, we do a couple covers. We do, like, a Ramones cover, a Misfits cover, uh, nice. the cover of a Riverdale song, and then the rest is all original stuff. Uh, our our uh, The singer-slash-guitar player, uh, he writes most of our music. And he's a, an amazing songwriter, so we got some really, really good songs that I, I have faith in. So who knows? If you guys, if you guys uh, had to pull away like uh, a couple different influences in bands, like what would they be? Like what would your sound be? Uh, uh, sort of Ramonesy, uh, poppy punk style, I guess. Not like pop and Blink One Eighty Two terms, but maybe like uh, Screeching Weasel-ish. Uh, that kind of shit. So simple three chord, let them rip, and melodic stuff, and sounds good to me. Anyway, <laughs> I don't care if anybody else likes it. I do. Chris, yeah, you remember Hanson? <laughs> that's, that's basically that's basically what we got going on here. <laughs> oh man, bunch of thirteen-year-old boys. He's seriously, Kevin. He's gonna get off this show and go. Why the fuck did I get on with those guys? You know, all they did was bust my balls the entire time. Yeah. They would ask me little questions and then they would bust my balls. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll, but we, you'll know why. You'll know why I was on this podcast next time you go for your AIDS test. That's right. That's right. But see, <laughs> but see, the problem is, is you know, I'm protected right now, so it's all good. You guys aren't. No. You guys are. You guys are raw dogging it like crazy. So <laughs> you're never protected when you're with me, buddy. Oh, I am. Believe me, I do. <laughs> I tripled up. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that took a weird turn, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> What's even more awkward is Kevin hasn't said a word. Yeah. He he just died of AIDS. He did. He's got the HIV. Yeah. Is he there still? I don't think he's there. Is anybody there? Oh my god! You killed Kevin! You bastard! Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Th- I think he died. I think he did. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> Your your dog's about to die. It sounds like my dog is my dog is the biggest asshole you'll ever meet in in a dog. (laughs) I was about to say something. I'm like, no, I'm not going bestiality on that one. No, (laughs) that one be seriously, Kevin. Are you there or no? I think he got dropped. Oh, there he is. I'm here. Where did he go? I've been here. I'm just trying to talk, but everyone's talking at the same time. It's hard to hear each other. Oh. We'll shut up. Go ahead. Hi. <laughs> Boy, you couldn't you know, slip that, you couldn't we slip that about, in there? <laughs> we were talking about Tyler's group. 
and I said, I actually like Tyler's music. I listen to it every time he has posted one of his videos or posted something on his page. I like it, and I comment on a couple of them. He told me what songs to listen to, and I actually dig the sound of this band. Even though it's only got around 200 people following it, we need to get that get that number up. So everyone go to facebook.com forward slash the follow-ups and give them a like and a follow and spread the word. Follow-up. Support indie artists. Well, that's what it's about. Hashtag, hashtag support indie artists. Hey, Chris, we can actually cut the break and uh, put in one of their songs. Well, there we go. We'll be right back. So anyway, about this convention you guys are going to. Yes, sir. Tell us a little about a little bit about this convention. I know you guys are going to have some bromance in the in the Ruby Red Falls or whatever it is. Ooh, baby, Frightmare in the Falls. Is no, the I, was, I was close. You know, the Ruby it's Red done. Falls things is going to be somebody's butthole. It's close. Well, the logo the logo's got a lot of red on it, so you're pretty close there. But um. <laughs> It's it's basically the guys that run the Niagara Falls Comic Con 
And inside of the Niagara Falls Comic Con is the Falls Horror Fest, which is what I usually go to every June. Mm-hmm. Um, they're breaking off and doing a full-on horror convention now. They're doing it in the same building. It's the Scotiabank Convention Center in Niagara Falls, Canada. Um, it's only about 15 minutes away from my house, if I'm not mistaken. It's like, what, like 14 hours or something like that for you, Tyler? Six. Probably about 16. But 16 hours he's going to drive up. Um, but this is the first year they're doing it. Um, we're just basically going up there to hang out and have a good time. It's not going to be uh, a huge celebrity row, I guess you would say. I mean, they've got Tom Savini's going to be there, Kane Hodder, uh, Bill Johnson from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. I think Dan Yeager, who played Leatherface, is going to be there also. Um, Dave Furch, who played young Michael Myers and Rob Zombie Halloween, is going to be up there. There's a few more people. And a lot of exhibitions. They're going to have a haunted house inside there. They're going to have um, Walking Dead cosplay and all types of other crazy shit going on. So we're going to go up there and check that out and make a couple days out of it. And then Tyler's also going to meet John Carpenter that same night. So yeah. he'll be heading up. He'll be heading up to Toronto, which is about an hour away from where that convention is. So it's not too bad of a drive. No, no. I, I actually, I grew up not far from uh, Niagara Falls too, like my whole life. So hopefully, I might get to go see some family and shit while I'm there too. So oh, yeah. make a little bit out of it. Driving fucking sixteen hours, so you gotta do something. Hell yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're going to have to definitely uh, go have some drinks. Yeah, I'm going to be jealous. Yeah. Well, feel free to fly out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Put it on your business expense. Be like, I have a a potential client in Niagara Falls, (laughs) Canada, and I need to go meet them, and this is important because this could be the biggest land of a lifetime if this happens. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, honey, how did I get AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, it's yeah, it sounds awesome. I mean, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get back to it's to Spooky Empire at some point. I just I don't know, man. I just I haven't. Uh, I mean, I used to go with a group of guys, and you know, we used to all like. You know, like uh, have some drinks, you know, and dress up in the outfits, you know, for the weekend. You know, we were all different Myers from different versions of the movies and stuff. And, you know, it was always just all about all of us for one weekend just getting together and hanging out as buds, you know, that, you know, no matter what, you know, hey, we got that weekend just to kind of hang out and party together, you know. And, um, you know, a couple of them moved away and then, you know, others just kind of drifted and, you know, I just got to the point where it just wasn't as fun, you know, go, going with, uh, going by yourself. And, you know, I have tons of friends there that I bump into, but you never want to be the guy that's by himself, you know. <laughs> so it's like. Well, the cool thing with your guys' conventions out there, and like Tyler said earlier, that he really doesn't do too many of these things. He doesn't go to meet celebrities or anything like that. But the convention that we're going to in Canada is not, and I don't mean this to sound like an asshole, but it's not going to be fun because they don't do like a, 
They don't do a before party. They don't do an after party. They don't do a VIP party. They don't do shit. You basically go to the convention, you stand in line, you meet these people, and then you leave. Ah, yeah. okay. And and that's what I'm used to as conventions. And I remember getting in a, a conversation with Wayne and Craig one time about the convention that they go to out there. And they're like, nah, dude, there's all types of parties. Like, we drink with these guys. We hang out with the celebrities. They're hanging out at the party. And I was like, really? You know, I go to these conventions here, and they don't do none of that shit. Yeah. And they were like, you're not going to a real convention. Well, then I finally went to Scaricon in, in Verona, New York, which is basically Syracuse, New York. And that was my first real taste of a convention. Because they do the before party, the after party, the VIP party. Then there's the after after party. You know, and uh, all types of people are hanging out there. And we had a blast the last time we went. So the con is good for just being a fan of horror and walking around and seeing all the cool shit and interacting. And that part's awesome. But I guess cons in the States is where it's at. They don't do that shit in Canada, I've, man. I've definitely been, been I've definitely been to my share of conventions, like you know the 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 Kentucky one that I went to with John Carpenter. They didn't have anything going on afterwards. It was like what you said uh, when the Jamie Lee Curtis event was going on up in Indy uh, at at Horrorhound, Indiana. Like that was like uh, I don't know, maybe my second con that I went to that was not like spooky empire that you know i went up there and i'm just like okay well where's the after party and people are like looking at me like i'm an idiot you know and like what are you what are you talking about i'm like well there should be like an after party right or we all kind of get together and we're all dressed up we just kind of party and it's like no man they don't do anything uh fortunately you know like it was kind of like a big halloween reunion where you had chris duran you had brad brad laurie and you had uh, Charles Cyphers, you had uh, Dick Warlock, you had Nick Castle. Um, I mean, you had everybody there because Jamie Lee Curtis was there, you know. So, but everybody ended up um, hanging out down in the bar area, and of course, they, you know, I, you know, I'm standing out there having drinks with Chris Duran and and Brad Laurie and talking with them forever, and you know, just uh, even. Uh, Nick Castle is down there having having dinner with Dick Warlock and with uh, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, and you know they were talking with people and chilling with people, and I just thought that was kind of cool. So I mean, it, it was like going to a convention that I wasn't I wasn't used to um, that type of an atmosphere, but I was still able to walk away with a really cool memory of it. But I was like I was definitely glad because uh, that. That took place at the end of November, maybe first of December, something like that. Um, I was so happy that, like, when May came back around, where everybody was getting back together and we were gonna we were gonna party it up at Spooky Empire. I was like, okay, I don't think I need to leave home anymore. I think I, you know, I, I have a really cool convention. Every time I want to go to one, they bring in some some pretty cool guests. But you know, I think one of the reasons I had to kind of stop going for a little while. I mean, number one. I wanted to be a dad, number one, but, uh, and, uh, leaving for a weekend always kind of started getting kind of hard on me, but, um, it also got to a point too, where, 
you know, you're walking around with a couple of your buddies dressed up and then you got people that you've known for years going to the same conventions because it's pretty much a lot of the same people that hang out there and they're like, oh, there's the Myers guys again. Did there used to be more of you guys? And then you hear like, okay, well, they don't they don't appreciate it as much as they used to. And it used to be like you couldn't walk three feet without people swarming you taking pictures. It was cool as shit. You know, you felt yeah. like a rock star. Oh, yeah. I definitely got that a little bit at the party at Scaricon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rob, Rob Schoonover was dressed as Jason from Part 7. Billy was Freddy, and I was Myers. There and you go. that's what everyone was running up wanting to take pictures. It was pretty fun. Something I've never experienced. It was the first time I ever dressed up anywhere. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler said he's going to wear his um, his uh, sex slave outfit up to Canada. The one That's with the right. ball gag, the leather mask with the zipper. That's right. Uh, I'm yeah. hoping that I'll get my picture taken quite frequently. <laughs> I can't wait. And you're yeah. uh, and and you're cosplaying as the as the bearded cop guy from the uh, Blue Oyster <laughs> Bar and Police Academy. <laughs> oh yeah, the one that like pulls him in real tight and then like grabs his ass. <laughs> like the main scene of that shit when the music kicks off. That's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is one of the best movies. Those old comedies, they can't do it. They cannot make movies like that no more. No. I don't understand why. Dude, slapstick comedy, it gets everyone going. Why don't they even try that no more? You get idiots like Kevin Hart who yep. think they run the comedy world, and I can't stand him because he acts the same no matter what he does. And honestly, I mean, if you guys like him, more power to you. But I, I was the same way with uh, with Will Ferrell. I hate that guy. I don't mind Will Ferrell for certain roles, but oh, yeah, no, he's know. not funny in everything. I, I, I love Will Ferrell, and I Ugh. find his comedy is completely different than any of the other comedy out there. Oh, it's different, all right. I That's listen. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I love them in the skits on Saturday Night Live. I think. That's oh yeah, me too. Him. Me too. Yep. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think that's his brand. Just like Jim Carrey. Jim yeah. Carrey still had funny movies, but Jim Carrey's impersonations and yep, his yep. characters—that's what made him amazing. So to me, I prefer people like that more in where they started. I would like to see Will Ferrell back on Saturday Night Live with Sherry O'Terry. They were awesome. I would like a sequel to Step Brothers. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. Like I said, there's certain things that Will Ferrell did that I think is funny as hell. There's certain characters he's played I think is good. Um, There's just a few movies that he's done that I'm like, it's kind of cheesy. Same thing with Adam Sandler. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Same thing with Adam Sandler. Like, when he did Little Nicky, like, I know a lot of people like that movie, but it just, the Waterboy fucking uh, Black Sheet, or whatever the hell it was, the first one he did, um, it just gets re- it gets repetitive. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're, you're playing the same character over and over again, but then he did shit like Happy Gilmore, and, you know, it, yeah. that shit is... Yeah. Well, see, there's, so, I mean, there's been a couple things that I've liked Will Ferrell in, but I mean, for 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 the majority, like how you're saying about Adam Sandler is the same way I feel about Will Ferrell. I'm like, okay, he's playing the same character, but he's just in a different role, and it's the same same way I feel about that uh, about that Chinese guy, that uh, Ken Jong or whatever, not or whatever his name is, the guy yeah, from yeah, from yeah, the Hangover. 
Yeah, I hate that guy. I hate that guy. You know, he was fun. He was funny. He was funny in the first Hangover because okay, I had never seen him before, and like this was like a bit part role. And then all of a sudden he was in two and three, and then he's been in everything else playing the same annoying motherfucker. And I'm just like, okay, I'm done with this shit. And I mean, you can you can probably throw a pile of fifty people, fifty actors in the same pile and, and and say the same thing about you know. And it's just it gets old after a while. And like like what you guys say, like the like the comedy becomes more about hey, what what can I say cuss word wise, or what can I do to to like kind of kind of kind of hu- humiliate myself to the point to where hoping to make somebody laugh. Versus like something like we were just talking about Police Academy where the actor kind of made the joke versus the joke making the actor. I guess that. John Belushi, man. Yeah. Yeah. All that classic stuff. uh, There's a lot of there's a lot of classic movies we could go through and start naming. You know, I mean, I I mean, just to tell a Will Ferrell story. Go ahead. Okay. I don't know if you guys were aware, but. uh... The drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers is like a doppelganger of Will Ferrell. Like they look <laughs> like spitting images. Yes, they so, do. So I uh, I read an, an article with the the drummer Chad from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and uh, he said that he had met Will Ferrell one time, first time he ever met him, and uh, they were waiting. He was waiting in line for some food at a buffet or something like that, and Will Ferrell just walks up to him, looks at him looks down, like, does the, like, the head-to-toe look to him, just looks at him and says, you're a very handsome man, and then walked away. And I think that is the greatest fucking story ever. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I'd be scared. That, that kind of dry humor that Will Ferrell has, I, I enjoy. But. Like, I, I loved him in, uh, wedding crashers like at first yeah. and then when they kept him in the movie and he was just like trying to do everything he could to be over the top and funny i'm like all right you had me when you were at your mom's house and shouting yeah. ma ma the meatloaf you had me there i was laughing but when you're crashing crashing uh funerals and just being over the top obnoxious i'm like okay that's not funny yeah he, he he's i, I i'm not gonna say that like, i'm a huge will ferrell fan I think you did say that earlier. You said I fucking love welfare. <laughs> he did actually. I was like, yeah, okay, I, well. <laughs> yeah, after we we schooled him a little bit on how shitty the guy is, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to go as far as saying I like the guy. <laughs> no, he is hit or miss. There was that fucking basketball movie. It was terrible. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that was a strange one. I don't even remember the name of it, but I remember the jerseys they were wearing. Yeah, and it was really weird. Well, but he, then he has funny parts like in Zoolander. I think he was yeah. funny in Zoolander. He played because of the type of movie it was. That's the type of character that needed to be in that type of movie. Yeah, but I don't know. What do you guys think about uh, Leslie Nielsen? Loved him. Legend. Yo, airplane. Oh movies yeah, movies like yeah. Plane is they what I'm got... talking about. Slapstick comedy. They don't yeah. write it like that no more. Blazing oh, yeah. Saddles, Caddyshack, oh, yeah. movies like that is just slapstick. <laughs> oh, comedy. speak speaking of Caddyshack. <laughs> every time I rip ass now, like 
my son looks at me and goes, Dad, did you step on a duck? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Rodney Dangerfield's another one of my favorites. Oh, I loved him, man. Like, uh, Back to School. Like, uh, that was a a great movie. His comedy, his stand-up comedy, it was his own style. And that's what I love because no one can do anything close to what that guy did. No, he was amazing. There's never going to be a, uh, a a replacement for that. Nothing's no, going to touch. No, comedy has gotten too uh, edgy now. I guess like there's not not none of that like uh, good wholesome. I guess you would want to call it. It's still vulgar, but it's still. I don't know. I, don't know. I miss Def Comedy Jam. Yeah. I miss Sam Kinison. Mm-hmm. I miss Andrew Dice Clay. And Robert Townsend. And I grew up watching a bunch of people. I actually grew up watching uh, a show on HBO called Dangerfields. And it was Rodney Dangerfield. He owned a nightclub in New York City. And it was called Dangerfields. And it had all the up-and-coming comics on there. Jerry Seinfeld was on there. Roseanne was on there. Dom Herrera was on there. A ton of people. Sam Kinison, Andrew Dice Clay, all the big names. All started out on that little stage doing comedy. So what, I got, all of it. so what got my tongue up this chick's ass? <laughs> <laughs> you know how boring it can be when you're in line at the bank? So I stuck my tongue up her ass. What's the, the big fucking deal? <laughs> the cool thing about Dice was that uh, like when, when, he, when he did his comedy, people wanted to hear the same jokes that he would tell over and over. Oh yeah, they'd get mad if you tried new shit. Yeah, like 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 most comedians always have to bring out new stuff, but like with Dice, everybody always wanted to hear his old jokes. Like, oh like yeah, he was almost a musician up there, and it was it was great. He goes, songs. he goes, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. You studied, you learned the lines, so I put together a few new poems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was way different than any other comedy he him in at that time and that time frame in the comedy in the late 80s Andrew Dice Clay and Sam Kinison hands down yep were the two biggest stars with their own right. brand their own voice their own style and their own type of joke telling and prior to can't forget prior. Well, prior was pretty much dead by then. Yeah, but I mean, I liked prior. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I mean, he was just a black dude telling jokes. Andrew yeah. Dice Clay came out being a pervert and doing nursery yeah. rhymes, and Andrew Dice yeah. or and, uh, Sam Kinison was screaming and yell, "Ow, ow!" Like everyone, they had their own little thing. Like prior wasn't, you know, I love prior, but he wasn't doing yeah. nothing crazy. He was just a dude telling jokes. And he was great. Yeah. Same thing with Eddie Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy, and it makes me mad that people like that are still alive, and they won't go back to doing a comedy special. Yep. Yeah, no shit. Like, Eddie Murphy, before he dies, needs to get back on stage and do a goddamn HBO comedy special, because he well, was he, great at it. He, last year, he there he did like a 10-minute bit, that like, he, and he fucking killed it, still to this day. 
He doesn't want to do anything perverted and dirty like he used to because he's a family man, no, and I get that, but Christ's sakes, I'd be like, honey, kids, you need to close your ears, close your eyes, I'm going to go out there and blow this motherfucker up, I'm going to make some money, and we're going to call it a day. Yep. There's still some guys that... Same same with Chris Rock. Well, Chris Rock still does go out. I just saw Chris Rock. I just went and saw Chris Rock. Oh, did you really? I didn't know he still did that. Yep, yeah, uh, me and my girlfriend went and seen him within the last year, maybe seven, eight, nine months ago at the most. We went to Canada and saw him at the casino. Oh, and I mean, Canada. yeah, I go to Canada all the time, buddy. Good. You fucking hoser. <laughs> um, yeah, we we go up there all the time for shows. I go to the casino all the time and watch shows. Yeah, you probably get a I lot saw of Billy, there. I saw Billy Crystal up there. I saw Jay Leno. Went and saw that Broadway production stomp. We'll go up there and watch a lot of different shit, man. Yeah, uh, Kevin Elan there. Uh, I do comedy shows. Who I can't remember who else I saw there. Somebody else that was really funny we saw there too. But I go watch the people that do the impersonations, like the Broadway uh, musicals and fucking Hollywood motel legends, all types of dumb shit they have up there. That'd be wow. cool. Yeah, it's fun. I got to see the puppet guy. What's his name there? Jeff Dunham. Yep. I got to see him, and I got to see uh, Dane Cook. Those are the only two like really large comedians that come out here. Yeah, I enjoy going and watching comedy shows. I went and saw Bill Maher when he came up to Shays in Buffalo. Um, I actually drove to Pittsburgh. Me and my girlfriend drove to Pittsburgh and saw Corey Holcomb at the Pittsburgh Improv and actually went out there to meet some of my buddies that I play uh, PlayStation with. Cool. Met them, met them back in like 2006, 2007. Been friends with them ever since online, talked to them for years, and cool. then drove out there and actually met up with them, hung out, went to fucking Primanti Brothers in downtown Pittsburgh, had a real Primanti Brothers sandwich, went and saw a comedy show. Pretty good time. Sounds like it. Got to sleep in a hotel with one of them, just like I'm going to do with you on this Canadian trip. Yeah, we're not sleeping. Oh. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hear Tyler says, hey, either we fucking or I'm fucking. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We'll probably end up going to that con, and then we'll probably end up booting over to, like, Clifton Hill. Yeah. And, like, just chilling out, walking around, checking shit out. There's all types of fun shit to do over there. Are, yeah. are you going Are you going to John Carpenter the first night or the second night? Is it the first it's night? A, I think it's the Saturday. Yeah, it's the first night. Well, then after the con, you'll be going and doing that. But then maybe the next night we'll go do all that shit. Yeah, definitely. We'll figure something out. Sure. I'm not going to lie just... upset about this convention because that other convention, they are naming all types of motherfuckers. Yeah, I just I can't do it with my work and shit. So no, that's cool. I just didn't realize they're they're loading that shit up this year. They got Skeet Ulrich, Matthew Lillard, Bill Mosley, Sid Haig, um, and there's like seven other people they named so far that I can't remember right now. But they're naming all types of cool people. To be honest with you, I'm not like crazy huge on meeting celebrities, but I would love to meet Matthew Lillard. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I listen. I 
I'm not crazy huge on meeting anybody either. The only reason I meet anybody is because I want to obtain their autograph on my item. It's not like I go there because, like, all right, for instance, Robert England. I would love to meet Freddie. But, for one, I'm not going to stand in line for two hours. And, for two, I'm not paying you $100 for a signature and $80 to take a picture with you. Yeah. Even if you don't want him to sign nothing, they were charging $80 to use my cell phone to take a picture with them. Guess who I'd meet? Robert England. And there's a lot of people that passed on him because of the pricing. I understand he's a big name, but let's be honest. That's what he did, Freddie. He's done a couple other small movies. I like him in his other roles. I liked him in 10,000 Maniacs. I liked him in Strange. I love that movie. Yeah, so do I. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it was an awesome movie. The first time I watched it, it blew my mind that it was a ghost story. I didn't get it until the end. I was like, wow, that's a fucking great story. I enjoyed it. But that's not a famous movie. He's not, you know, he didn't do like any of these guys. None of the Jasons are famous. None of the Myers are famous. But they they got that one thing, but they can charge you so much money because they know these poor kids are paying it. And it kind of stinks, but... I I pay it when I need their autograph on my like my Halloween map. Yeah, I'm doing that. So you know, there's obviously certain people I have to get on there, and then for my hockey mask, any new Jason or main character that I'm meeting, I'm trying to get on there. So there is people I will pay to meet just to get that signature on my showpiece. But other than that, I'm not really meeting. Them. Like I'll meet the old wrestlers because the old wrestlers only charge you fifteen twenty bucks. Yeah, and I grew up loving wrestling. Like, do you know who I'm most excited to see out of that whole convention? Is Papa Shango. <laughs> yeah, that dude used to creep me out. Chris, I know you're a wrestling fan. You remember Papa Shango? Uh-huh. He's going to be at this convention, and I guess he's in full makeup. Wow! It's going to be, and I am going to get a picture taken with him. Dude, listen, there was two, a few wrestlers growing up that used to creep me out. And Tyler, I don't know if you're a fan of old wrestling at all, but. Papa Shango in the 90s creeped me out. And in the 80s, it was Kamala the Ugandan giant. <laughs> you used to come out with that weird music and Kim Chi. Remember Kim Chi, his manager, would come down with him. Dude would be slapping his belly, making weird noises and shit, moving his head around all weird. That guy used to creep me out. And before him, it was Abdul the Butcher. Yep. Because that dude was a hardcore gangster, was actually gouging people's heads up and cutting himself up, like, really bleeding, selling the show. Those wrestlers creeped me out. I can't say I remember any of those wrestlers. Yeah, Papa Shango, look him up, dude. He he put a spell on Ultimate Warrior and had him throwing up all this fucking black fucking slime and... (laughs) I thought Ultimate Warrior was dying back then. I was so hardcore into wrestling at that time. Or what about when when The Undertaker put the Ultimate Warrior in the casket and closed it? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I thought I thought I thought, the, I thought I was witnessing a murder right on WWF Superstars. It was definitely the good old days. My grandmother I, used to wrestling. My grandma used to watch wrestling, too. My grandmother was from England. Yeah. 
my grandmother wasn't from England, but she loved wrestling. <laughs> she from Canada? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hey, they're both from foreign countries. That's okay. That's right. Foreign to you. Chris, where was your grandmother from? She was from Mayaca City, Florida. There you go. So two to one, states rule. Well, guess what? I'll remember that next time you come. <laughs> Canada sucks, buddy. <laughs> no, well, I have a good time every time I go to Canada, but it's just too damn expensive. How is it expensive? Because I have to pay. They don't give. They don't normally give you your change back. Like, I seriously like most places when I go somewhere and they tell me it's like twenty dollars and I give them twenty American. I don't get the fucking exchange back. They keep well, you're the twenty. Supposed to convert your money to Canadian. Yeah, well, sometimes I don't. Well, sometimes you should. I know. My own. <laughs> yeah, you'd get like forty bucks. It's uh, I don't even know what it is right now. It's like a dollar twenty-six to the dollar or something like that. Yeah. It is. It's crazy. Poop stains. That's why I don't really collect much. Like, I prefer to make the art as opposed to collect because it's just too expensive. I agree. Cool. Well, guys, I think we should probably work on uh, wrapping this up, but um, back on subject here before we... uh, kick to the ending uh is there anything else that you want to share with uh with those out there about stuff that you're what you're doing with uh big sharp knife uh i don't believe so uh i've got a lot of orders for the pennywise stuff so i'm gonna be busy with them through the month of november uh yeah so if you're looking for anything like my i'm all booked up for halloween so don't even bother with a halloween mask or nothing like that because you won't get it by now yeah. Uh, so yeah. So yeah. Hit up my group and like my shit and share it and hopefully uh, you want some of my art. I guess. <laughs> um. Now, what is your page again? Just for everybody uh, listening. Uh, it is www.facebook.com forward slash Big Sharp Knife Studios. Nope. I believe. No. no? Okay. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Big Sharp Knife Studios. Oops, sorry. This is, this is why I always kick it to him whenever we do this stuff. I mean, he's he's got it down. <laughs> well, he's, he's good. I'm, he's I'm the good. Facebook hooker. He knows my shit better than Did we make it? Are we back? We're back. Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed. 
Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcasts. From Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And then join our social media channels at our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed. On Instagram at Halloween Unleashed. And on Twitter at HWeen Unleashed. Be sure to share our episodes in your horror groups on your timeline and on Instagram. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Halloween Unleashed.